0: Such a sweet baby. He really is. Unfortunately, this is not a visual medium, so you have to use your words. <laughs> Picture, if you will, the most adorable, <laughs> best, the sweetest, greatest, uh, cutest, most talented, funniest, <laughs> uh, best, <laughs> handsomest little Yoda in the world. It's Baby Yoda. Everyone's favorite boy. <laughs> My favorite boy. Yes, I love him more than anyone. Yes, truly. Bren is the biggest fan of Baby Yoda. <laughs> <Just> so cute. <laughs> I had to stop watching a compilation because it was literally making me tear up. <laughs> 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 uh, welcome to our Baby Yoda fan cast. Our Baby Yoda fan cast, where I just talk about how fucking cute he is. He's so freaking cute. Really. And that's what we're going to talk about for the next hour. <laughs> we're talking about Baby Yoda Fine. for an hour. <laughs> we're not going to talk about Baby Yoda. <laughs> what are we going to talk about, Bernadette? we going to talk about Bobby Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> bo- Bobby Gaga. We just spent, you know, 15 <laughs> minutes trying to Google how to say it. And boy, howdy, did we not get a <laughs> conclusive answer. We did get a weird auto-generated YouTube video that was like, Hey guys, I'm going to show you how to pronounce this word. Yaga, <laughs> and then it just said Yaga over and over again for the rest of the two minute video. Yaga, Yaga. <laughs> uh, it does seem like Baba Yaga is yeah in the right vein. I'm probably gonna accidentally say Baba Yaga. At some we'll point. hit both
1: of them. Just know we looked it up, and we are who we are. <laughs> yep. Anyways, welcome to Stonehouse as An Amateur Guide to Fiction, Fable, and Folklore. I am Caitlin Bruder. I'm Laura Bernadette Meeker. Let's
0: talk about CEO of baby Yoda.
1: CEO Baby Yoda. That's what we're talking about today. Babiaga. Babiaga.
0: Babiaga. Baba Babadook. That's so, a different episode. <laughs> uh, a fun spooky witch mm-hmm. from Slavic folklore. Specifically mostly Russian, but also like... Uh, yeah. Big, <laughs> it's a big area. Yeah. That's a big area. And
1: she features in a lot of stories, so, like, mm-hmm. she's not fully centralized on one specific thing.
0: You could either think of her as, like, a stop character, or you could think of her as just, like, within the universe of Slavic folklore, she exists.
1: Mm. I did see one thing, we can talk about it later, that, like, compared her to, like, godlike status. Oh, hell because yeah. of
0: her prevalence, and I think that's excellent. <laughs> I like that a lot. I've seen um people talking about uh, her as kind of, like she's a metaphor for the force of nature. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe she's just a cool witch who rides around in a mortar. That's so, true. Have you thought about that? Mm. Um, do we have etymology corner in this episode? Let's find out. Mm. Let's Google. Um, yes, we do. Oh yeah. Um, so it's variations where, um, there are a couple of words that they think are the Baba that is in that. Mm-hmm. Um, There's, um, baba is not a real word, but it may mean in old Russian, midwife, sorceress, fortune teller. Um, it's also part of this word babushka Mm. for mother. Um, babsha. Or babsha, actually, is what we call my grandmother growing up in Polish. Um, they also think it's unclear about, uh, so if baba means like older woman, uh, yaga, might mean wicked or horror or shudder or chill look there are a lot of (laughs) potential roots and all of them might be correct um but boy howdy there are a bunch of them and she sure is a lovely scary lady so so visually generally
1: she's like this old woman who is talked about like indefinite
0: specificity how uh, horrendous and ferocious looking she is she look old Mm -hmm. she look gnarly long nose that touches the the ceiling ceiling when she sleeps Mm -hmm. um sometimes she's extremely like bony skinny because Mm -hmm. I think some of the versions of the etymology say that Bobby I is from a phrase meaning bony yeah, um, And she's also called the bony one.
1: Mm-hmm. There are some stories where, like, specifically with the bony bits, she sits, like, across from the fire and her legs extend across the entirety of, of her living room. Hell I think yeah. that's excellent. In some stories, I guess this one isn't as prevalent, which made me kind of sad, but sometimes she has sharp
0: iron teeth. I think that's great. <laughs> okay, just, they're not her natural teeth. She just got them all removed and then I... Yeah, I love it. I love it. She
1: so, likes to be cool. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, she's d- depicted as a trio of Baba Yaga, like there are three sisters with the same name. We can only like, four. I feel like three name.
0: sisters is a common thing in like the fates, fates that's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, something that's interesting about it possibly being derived from the word for midwife mm-hmm. is the idea that in Witch's Hammer, the um, book that kind of codified witch hunting or the like parameters for witch hunting all of the signs of the devil that are laid out in that book are essentially natural signs of uh, of women as they age <laughs> like um all these physical characteristics are just older women and <laughs> also midwives or lion nurses worked with women at an extremely vulnerable point in their lives so mm-hmm. they were seen as like more mystical to begin with yeah and, you know, they probably saw a lot of death mm-hmm. and a lot of babies. Truly. So I think that's fascinating. It that is very cool. The uh, Babaya
1: is sometimes help, sometimes hinder, depending on sometimes how you talk to her. If you're bold,
0: she'll sometimes she'll be like, yeah, I guess you're cool. She's very tempestuous. She's fickle. Yeah. She's like, mm, I like your vibe or... Mm, I'm gonna eat you Failed your
1: vibe check, Bafiaka's gonna Absolutely. come and eat you <laughs> uh, Sometimes she plays a more maternal role But she has a lot of associations with, like, forest wildlife Sometimes she has, like, a familiar Like, the most specific ones I've seen are cats But sometimes it's
0: just, like, generically She has
1: animal yeah, companions Yeah, like, in one
0: story she specifically has a cat But there are also, like, a bunch of animals That are, like, under her command, so to speak mm. Uh, which does speak to the idea of her being like mother nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's very like neutral aligned would, like
1: mostly yeah, malicious. Definitely. But like there are so there are so many stories where like her motives are so ambiguous
0: that it, like mm-hmm. she's not necessarily helping out evil guys. Yeah. She's just kind of looking out for her own mm-hmm. her own to-do list which sometimes involves eating babies. <laughs> but like you get hungry, it's her. Mhm. When you're big terrifying forest witch, that's how you are. Yeah. Uh, she has a house with chicken legs. Big old chicken legs. In some versions, it has a rooster's head on the top. That's so cool. Um, she has a, her, she doesn't have a magic broom, she has a mortar that she hops in and flies around and she carries a pestle. Excellent. As, like, a weapon. I love it. And I think that's great. hmm Like, honestly, how much cooler would a witch be if instead of, like, flying on a broom, uncomfortable, yeah. they just sat in, like, a bowl. Just like, a big out. bowl. Yeah. I love it. Hell yeah! One of
1: the first, the like fully codified. This is the one of the first confirmed references to babiaga. It was in 1755, and I'm gonna try to read some Russian names. Give me a second. Uh, Mikhail V. Lomonosov's a- r- r- Ros Rosiskaya Grammatika, the Russian grammar. Um, the Babiaga is mentioned two times uh, and specifically in relation to other figures in history there's a list of Slavic gods and like these beings and deities and stuff where they're like kind of lined up next to who they're the presumable equivalent in like Roman mythology would be where the example I found was like Perun, for example, would be equated with the Roman god Jupiter. But, Babi Aga has no counterpart.
0: She's special. She's
1: amazing, and she's special, and she is one of a kind. There can only be one, except when there's three. But, I just think that's very
0: cool. Like, with all these gods, Babi Aga stands alone. (laughs) She's great. She's very cool. Mm -hmm. She would definitely kill and eat me, but I can just kind of admire from afar. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh... I just love the idea of the chicken house. Yes. I want that. I love it. It's mobile. It's, you know, if it floods, hmm, it Mm -hmm. can get up higher. Yes. Uh, So I read a couple of myths for this. It was surprisingly hard to track them down because of uh, a problem in uh, Slavic folklore (laughs) where there are about three names. Ivan is a name that shows up a lot. He's usually a main character. Vasilisa is also a main character a lot. Prince Ivan the crybaby. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so there are a bunch of different stories that have these characters, but very different plots. Um, one of the ones I read was about Vasilisa, who, very much like a Cinderella story, except imagine if okay. Cinderella, instead of going to a ball, went and got a magic lamp <laughs> that burned her uh, sisters alive. Mm. Um, but she completes, like, all these tasks, and a general throughline is people conquer Baba Yaga by being nice to, like, <laughs> animals mm-hmm. or the environment, um, and by showing kindness to someone, uh, in need, they are in turn shown kindness when they need it, aka running away from Forest Witch. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's pretty broad, but... Yeah. It happens with Ivan, with, like, the lion and the bees and whatever. It happens with Vasilisa, with mice and with, um, birds? Birds, maybe? (laughs) Perhaps. Uh, And then another one with Ivan and or Vasilisa that involves, uh, mm, Oh, no, the cat one is with the kids, with the peasant kids. Mm. That's a fun one. A pair of peasant kids. Imagine Hansel and Gretel, kind of. I mean, very similar premise. Yeah. Um bad new stepmom sends kids off into the woods to be killed. Um, but the kids are too smart and they're extremely nice to the cat who has been neglected, her familiar and the cat's when she like gets mad at him it's like, Well maybe she should give me a little bit of ham. <laughs> 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 give me that ham. Give me that ham. Uh There's and some- usually people will like steal an artifact from her house and that will help her help them escape there's one with the three babiagas
1: oh yeah the sisters it like... where it's like Ivan is Ivan is not Prince Ivan in this one he's but he's just like a fancy boy like a merchant's son maybe um, and he goes to one the of babiaga's house.
0: surprisingly helpful
1: yeah this yeah I don't this one doesn't fit quite in with the narrative this one I think because this isn't a babiaga story this is yeah. baga featuring in someone else's journey where he goes um, here I can read. I will read this uh, excerpt He journeyed onwards straight ahead And finally came to a little hut Stood in an open field Turning on chicken legs I love the thought that these houses are just constantly In like slight motion Kind of like a house moving castle yeah, thing. Absolutely. I think that's excellent um, uh, He entered and found Yaga, The bony legged fee," she said The Russian smell has was never heard of Nor caught sight of here But it has come by itself are you here of your own free will or by compulsion my good youth largely of my own free will and twice as much by by, by compulsion do you know Babiga where lies the thrice tenth t- kingdom she says no I do not and told him to go to her second sister she might know so basically what he does is he walks to the, another babiga's house and has the exact same conversation um, and this babyga makes the same comments and asks same they have this the same conversation but then, uh, she tells him that he, the third babia guy he has to go to will be a little testier and he has to will want to want to eat you, so you, you have to ask her for three horns and you have to, one softly, one louder, and the third the loudest. And he goes on, finds the chicken-legged hut of the last sister, turning around, doing a pirouette in the field, has the exact same conversation <laughs> And as soon as this baby girl mentions the Russian smell, she bears her big iron teeth and is like, I'm going to eat you. And he's like, but wait, I must blow your horns first. And she it's lets him. It's pretty wild that she has those in her house. I yeah. was like, sure. Sure. Yeah, let me let me pause this meal I don't quick. know what these do. Mm-hmm. I just have them. I have them. And so he calls, he does the horns, and then a bunch of birds fly in and like swarm in the hut. Uh, and one of them is a firebird, which he ends up have like, tells him to hop on its back, and, uh, he does so, and Babiaga rushes and grabs the firebird by the tail, but they
0: get away, um, really and the Babiaga
1: leaving her with a fist of
0: firebird feathers. So an interesting <sighs> side story to that yes. is an Ivan myth where, um, he's the youngest of three princes, which is pretty common. Yeah. Um... Where Either they he's have one of the three
1: princes or like there are yeah. three other
0: princes in the story. <laughs> uh, where in their castle they have this tree that sprouts golden apples mm-hmm. and this firebird keeps coming and like taking the apples and so the king pledges or asks his children to you know hey can you like stay up and try and catch this bird? So the first two sons uh, go. The first one falls asleep. <laughs> the second one falls asleep, and both of them try and claim that the bird didn't come, even though the apples are gone. So you already know that they're untrustworthy. Yes. Um. Basically, Ivan goes. Uh, he manages to just get a feather, uh, and then he goes out on this journey. Uh, they get to a crossroads. All three princes. One of the ways says, "If you go this way, you will know. Uh, uh you will suffer and no starvation." if you go this way, uh, your horse will die, and if you go this way, you will die, but your horse will survive. Hmm. So, uh, Ivan's two brothers are like, well, fuck it, I guess we just live here now, and like go just carousing. Mm -hmm. While Ivan goes down the horse dead road, Um, a wolf comes along and eats his horse, Mm -hmm. but he befriends the wolf, and the wolf basically carries him on this big Mm. journey, um, and he I think he encounters Baba Yaga uh, to save a prince. He saves a princess from Koschei, basically. Yeah, as is p- <laughs> tradition. Well, <it's laughs> how, it, how it be. Um, and there's also a version that doesn't involve Koschei, but all of these elements Koshchi, show up at one point. Necklace. Fun fact, mm-hmm. uh, this is including a... I think we've talked about the water of life and water of death before mm-hmm. in the Koschei story. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Kashi. Ka- Ka- Kashi I always said Kashi cost you the deathless. Delicious cereal. Anyway,
0: yeah. um, when he gets back with uh, essentially like these three magical uh, or two magical items and his princess or whatever to return to the kingdom, his brothers are like, hey, wait, and they kill him, cut, <laughs> like chop him into pieces and then go back and pretend that they succeeded. Um, but the wolf, who is now his bud, uh, gets a uh, basically, he traps some like baby crows that were about to eat the body, and has their mom go and get the water of life right, and death yeah. to bring him together and then back to life. And then they go home. Uh, the treachery is revealed. In some, the wolf does eat the brothers, which they fair, me, yeah, fair. You yeah, might they deserve killed that a little bit. Killed their it. brother and chopped him into pieces. <laughs> uh, so kind of a detour, but boy, it really hammers home how many of these, yeah. Similar plots. I also have something on this topic. Yes. uh, Which is the discovery for me of the Arne Thompson Uther Index. Okay. Yes. uh, Is a catalog of folklore types. Ooh. Uh, So the ATU basically gives um, numbers and names to different aspects of a myth. At first, I was like, oh, that's really dry and boring. <laughs> um, but then I realized it can be used as a really interesting tool for, like, okay, here are all the stories with this element. Let's see, like, let's pull these together and find the commonalities here, hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And it's so cool. That's awesome. Uh, like,
1: even thinking back on just our Koshi Death, the Deathless episode, like, I these two stories that clearly have similar characters, but, like, we already have three princes, which was like our three like what wiz- warlocks or whatever mm-hmm. in the first one. We've got birds, which are a central plot point, which were also a central plot point. And the in the Constance of the Deathless uh story, Ivan, obviously. <laughs> um Ivan getting chopped into pieces apparently. Mm-hmm. He can't something escape it. he can't escape. It's just true in every universe. That's pretty cool though. I mean it this feels like similar, I mean a lot of folklore to this, but like similarly to what we we're talking about the Arthurian cycles. Like People take these characters and just write their own stories about them. And there's
0: allow me to give some examples. So yes, hit me. Uh, the letters category involves myth- a mythological motifs, b animal motifs, c motifs tabu. I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. Is that supposed to be tableau? No idea. <laughs> Magic, the dead, marvels, ogres, tests, the wise and the foolish, and then the numbers include one to two ninety nine or animal tales. <laughs> 300 to 749 are tales of magic. 750 to 849 are religious tales. Mm -hmm. And so on and so forth. Boy, there's a lot. Um, And so some parts, obviously, some bits overlap. uh, And I'm sure there's more complexity than that. But I just thought that was really interesting. That is really cool. We'll post a link to that. Folklorists are up to some business. Mm -hmm. I remember. (laughs) this is
1: only this is not really on topic but i remember the first time someone like sent us a message who was like a legitimate folklorist (laughs) saying
0: they listened to our show and i was like i'm so sorry but thank you
1: for tuning in (laughs) Uh, remember folks amateurs in the Uh (laughs) tagline i mean they were very sweet they were very sweet and supportive of the show (laughs) i was like oh god i hope we're not making fools of ourselves (laughs) Thank I hope you. We for, are. Thank you for tuning in. I guess that is the point of the show: is to make fools of ourselves. But we Isn't learned something why we along the way. is we're both wearing clown noses at the moment? Yeah. I guess there you go. So some, uh, I have a section in my notes just called "Babiega Facts" with a Z. Um, <laughs> so we talked about she flies around in the giant moron pestle. Um, she's got the big chicken foot house. One thing I saw that I can't remember the specific of it, but it was like. There are well, there are a lot of houses in the area who that are on like lifts and like stilts, and there's
0: a word, swampland or something. Yeah, that is
1: yeah. There's a word I'm not remembering where like the there's a word in Russian that is like chicken or chicken legs that also is the same or sounds very similar to I don't remember if it was like smoked or something like that, but it was like an op like either a mistranslation or a very particular like a a particular pun or play on words or something I thought that was very cool and I can't remember the words so it doesn't really matter but I thought that was interesting because it's based off of you know lifted houses living in swamplands keep things out of there um in a lot of like more modern depictions she's depicted as uh not as villainous but sometimes quote a sociopath or even a gentle and friendly person so that's a fun thing to put all together Um, but usually she's very knowledgeable that's kind of her place in a lot of stories that she has information or a resource that you need Um, as long as you don't get eaten by her you can get some stuff from her Um, and as a lot of folk tales are she's a cautionary tale to kids to don't wander off or talk to strangers because Bobby I got will get you uh, Bobby I got, mentions a lot that she eats the overly curious. So <laughs> if you if you're asking too many questions, you're done. <laughs> um, Basically, if you
0: annoy her. Yeah,
1: yeah, she's very like I said, very just like true neutral. I would say also like
0: just hair hair trigger temper where it's just yeah. like you never know. Catch her on a good day, maybe she's like you're funny. Yeah, okay. Catch her on a bad day, she's like mm-hmm, no. Yeah one of the
1: things is like the overly uh, for when it comes to overly curious and asking her questions asking her for things anytime someone asks her a question she ages a year so oh, yeah so she's,
0: she's just like come on
1: stop it stop asking me things i don't wish to be observed or questioned <laughs> please. please i am to like
0: 900 ugh
1: um in one of the stories uh vasilia with vasilia in it um the vasilisa the beautiful she has three what servants vasilisa. vasilisa i can read words vasilisa. yeah you're right vasilisa the beautiful um she has three servants that resemble like the riders they're on horses or horseback
0: or whatever oh, yeah the white the red and the black yeah
1: one embodies daybreak one embodies the sun and the third embodies the night so there's thoughts that this is where i was talking about where some depictions of babaga are like God like, because Mm -hmm. she has people who like work for her.
0: If you want to believe in a god when you're stuck out in, you know, (laughs) the middle of nowhere, Russia, why not? I know. And they, yeah, it's, it's, she just has
1: like, you know, day, night, and like sunrise working for her, like on the side. So it's, it's. Hey man,
0: they do what she wants. Yeah, she's presumed to be very powerful. It also just seems like she has like incredibly powerful magic items, like just laying around her house, like a comb that creates a forest, Mm -hmm. towel that makes a river. Mm hmm. A whole bunch of other. She's stuff. really cool. I yeah. really dig Baba. Yaga. I think there's one where a guy gets his hand stuck to a tree, uh, and he has to chop his own hand off to I, escape her. I would not doubt it. Yeah. Um. Uh.
1: In another Vasilisa story, uh, she, she has a fence that is covered in skulls with glowing eyes, which is like the most metal.
0: I love it so much. Vasilisa is another interesting character, yeah. like Ivan, because in one she's a princess in uh, one she's a frog princess <laughs> where she either was turned by Baba Yaga into a frog uh, as punishment for something or she just was a frog mm-hmm. and was turned into a human at the end for like good deeds yeah
1: I love that <laughs> like again at whatever her will is at the time that's how Baba Yaga will act in these stories there's a lot of um, there's a lot of through lines in her stories where there's um, like you had said like very Hansel and Gretel style where it's like kids but like kids get help from deceased parents, which is a thing that happens a lot with her stories. Um, there is one, this is uh, in the skull fence one, um, uh, Vasily says evil stepmother uh, h- sends her to the hut to get some fire, but um, Babiega doesn't want to give any favors. <laughs> so um, when she completes the impossible tasks, which, in this
0: case, her late mother helping her out, um... Oh, it's actually, she has a, um, a little wooden doll that her mom gave her, mm-hmm. and she, like, blessed, and it's like, she's yeah. like, if you gave a little food and water, this doll will help you, yeah. and it did. Yeah, so
1: she, so Vasilisa Ves, uh, is blessed, and, um, so <laughs> I, lets her go because she's like, this no. is annoying,
0: get out of here, you're blessed. I do blessed people in I my let,
1: house. I don't want to deal with this, but, um, uh, uh she... I think she gets she gifts her with one of the
0: skulls to serve as like the fire with their glowing eyes. It's great um, because her um, evil stepsisters and mom are like, "Oh, we're putting out all the lights except for one. Vasilisa, why don't you go and find some light?"
1: <laughs> yeah, and then she brings back the skull and it like it incinerates them. incinerates all of her evil step
0: family. And she does uh, immediately bury it, <laughs> uh, but then she uh, ends up moving to the capital and marrying the prince. Mm, there we go. You know just star. how you do. Yeah, I uh, just like it as a little cat for the story. And then
1: she married a prince. And then she married a prince. Yeah. and Then I found five dollars, and that's just kind of how the story. <laughs> that's how the story ends. Like I said, she Gaga has just infinite wisdom, and some of sometimes she just offers guidance to people who are lost just because she's in the mood for it.
0: Um, she has a spectral disembodied hands that help her out oh her yeah. hut, which is very cool. In one of the Vasileza myths, she's warned not to ask about them. Yeah, but also like, are they just people hands? Maybe it's like that one guy who had to chop his hand off. She <gasps> just takes those there and hangs yeah. them. Are they hang out? It's like your house? the uh, in the Willy Wonka with the clothes hangers that are just hands. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. Just hanging out. <laughs>
1: Uh, there are a couple stories where she's looking for or using like magical blue roses, which supposedly will Ooh. help restore her youth. Which, you know, would be useful if anytime someone asked you anything, you would age a year. Which is so intense. It like would a full so year! Annoyed. Every
0: time! So, I mean, she is like, makes imagine sense. she's a baby, and then like 10 minutes later, she is like a teenager then she's real old and now she's just like everyone sucks yeah humanity sucks man i have
1: i am incomparable no one you can't compare me to any other deity or thing in any folklore (laughs) leave me
0: alone stop asking me questions she is really like comparatively so powerful and also yet gets tricked rather easily although you get the (laughs) sense that she's like "Eh, it's not worth the trouble yeah Yeah,
1: I feel like a lot of she she, doesn't like to get too far away from home. Yeah, I think sometimes she'll just like be. It seems like, yeah, I guess like sure. (laughs) It's not. I
0: feel like uh, I don't. I just like her. I think she's fun. She doesn't like to be inconvenienced. Yeah, she's got her own thing going Mm -hmm. on. Stop bothering her. Mm -hmm. Let her live her life, and you know, eat the occasional child. Yeah, let her go. Um, I love I love the house, I love a chicken-footed house
1: There's uh, an alternative, I guess, version Where the house is sort of a watchtower Between the human Ooh. world and the world of the spirits Which I think is excellent um, uh, the, uh, In some stories, I guess, whoever the hero, hero or heroine in Will say, hut hut, turn your back to the forest And your facade to me Because the forest is a, a, is a straight way to the underworld And... Ooh. Yeah, in the middle of where probably lives, so that's pretty cool. Um, there's a version that suggests her house is actually a domovina, which is a special type of building that you would put up on a high stump with the roots where ancient Slavic people used to bury their dead. Um, they had no doors and no windows so that A, the, the dead couldn't return to the world of the living, and B, that the living didn't disturb the dead for no good reason and then also so that no element was like tainted by anything else so in some of these depictions it's babiega is perceived as like a priestess who leads the rite of cremation
0: which is pretty
1: cool um yeah she's she is overall just has general ambiguity (laughs) in her motives and i think it's it's very very fun um, I love this. Uh, Andreas John summarizes Babiega as quote a many faceted figure capable of inspiring researchers to see her as a cloud, moon, death, winter, snake, bird, pelican, or earth goddess, totemic, matriarchal, ancestress, female initiator, phallic mother, or archetypal image. And I she's she is all. She <laughs> Babiega is everything. everything. <laughs> she also can like s- smell Russian. Yeah. That's a very particular... that Russian smell. Mm-hmm. And she'd, like, t- tilt her head up to the ceiling to take a good whiff of her visitors, and her nose will hit the ceiling, and she'll smell that you're Russian. Her long old legs and her big old nose. And then she'll eat you up. She'll eat you up. Or just, you know, hang out for a bit. hmm Whatever works. One thing that's, like, uh, set as a particular, like, way you can defeat, but, like, now I feel like the more we know what Bobby, Bobby you got, it's more of a, like, a, like, like no. Like, she's at best going to be minorly inconvenienced, inconvenienced yeah um but one thing is uh it's recommended you tell her that you are protected by a blessing because then she'll get annoyed with that um and she'll leave you alone um and while technically it's not holy it's sometimes talked about that she can only eat the flesh of naughty children which comes in and makes sense for like if you're naughty i'm puppy, sure I gotta that'll be you. a great uh comfort for those parents yeah Tell your kids, like, don't be naughty, because if you're not naughty, Baba can't come get you in the middle of the night, so, like, be good. She's somehow forbidden to eat good children, um, so good children who end up in her clutches are, uh, forced to be her slaves and often made to perform an impossible task, um, so if they fail, she has an excuse that they were being naughty, and uh, this never works in stories. However, what, like, a hopeful, like don't be naughty, you'll get eaten by Papa Yaga, but if you're good, you won't get eaten, but you could be enslaved for all of eternity. So. Also not great. Also not great. Ugh. But in those stories, usually
0: they make it out It's fine. But, uh, yeah. Did you, you had a, uh. Oh, yeah. So, I just wanted to mention that she shows up in some really early woodcuts. Yes! Uh, Those are so cool! They're called Lubox, which is, um, uh, a kind of popular print before the printing press you would have essentially uh in england it was mostly like cards or um people would come to important events like hangings for example Mm -hmm. and like carve it out and then they would print a bunch of copies and people would go around and sell them at like events like this was (laughs) a thing that happened merch (laughs) yeah basically (laughs) uh but like pre-newspaper like he was a a woodcutting of this thing that definitely happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes they could be, you know, political commentary. Sometimes they could be cartoons. Sometimes they could just be, like, vaguely uh, mythical illustrations. Sometimes they were just fun to look at. Mm -hmm. But um, Wubkeiths specifically were from the late 17th and early 18th century. Um, So this is, you know kind of like people think of it as a predecessor to the comic strip yeah, which I know about because of my history of comics class I had to Woo. take which was like 30% about woodcuts um, but Baba Yaga appears in some of them uh, one of the ones that shows up on her Wikipedia page as I'm sure she'd be proud to hear <laughs> is a Lubak depicting Baba Yaga dancing while a guy plays the bagpipes. Hell yeah that's um, badass. I love it In one they mention, but do not picture, um, she is riding a pig into Mm -hmm. battle against a crocodile, which is believed to be a, um, like, political cartoon about Peter the Great and, uh, Peter the Great's Uh, wife. I think just as a visual, it's excellent, though. Also, yeah, okay, it made me think, as far as, like, a cool mount goes, like, Mm -hmm. a huge boar. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh... And a lot of people also think that the bald man in that is, like, a different version of Peter the Great. (laughs) So, you know, people weren't being very, uh, complimentary towards, Mm -hmm. uh, Catherine. But, (laughs) you know, who knows? Maybe it's just a fun picture. Maybe she just likes to have fun. Those, those, that whole, like, type of art with her in them are really fun. sometimes she's
1: depicted, like, as, like, very, very villainous and evil in this, Horribly powerful, whatever. And then sometimes she it's very goofy, but I think the goofy ones are excellent.
0: Like, I would love Babiga uh, riding the alligator into battle or whatever. I think it's, it's worth mentioning uh, Ivan uh, Bilibin, I think I saw you say it, uh, a illustrator and stage designer who created a lot of very iconic illustrations of Slavic folklore characters. Mm-hmm. Um, he was part of the uh, Ballet Russe, I believe, uh, and a member of the Artist you didn't, of the USSR he died in 1942 hmm. Hmm. but he made a bunch of really beautiful illustrations of uh, Slavic folklore characters they're very good they're very good they're very like um, featured online work most of them only have like flat color like look at that shit like that's one of the simple ones.
1: That's really cool. Yeah. Well, I'll post some of those too. I really, I think they're so sweet. I, I they're fun, and I, I wouldn't. I would. I would decorate my home with those. Heck yeah.
0: This one. I'm just showing. Look at her. They're cool. Hopping along in her pestle. They're very colorful. Good for her. Good for her. And this one, she has kind of a blue nose. <laughs> Sniffing those blueberries. Or frostbite. Baby Yoda. <laughs> baby Yoda. The
1: baby Yoda corner.
0: I just love him so much. He's very good. When I am rich, I shall enlist Remdanald to build <laughs> me the sweetest of baby Yodas. And I shall hug him close and it shall fill me with joy. absolutely it's my ideal life i'm very excited for you
1: are we ready to move into our final corners
0: pop 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 culture
1: Woo! all right let's do some tabletop rpg stuff right off the bat so i found some stuff like talking about how Babiaga was like there's like a thing in one of the DD settings but i couldn't find an official stat sheet so i have one um this is 5 dot com. so this i did find one that was like i think it must not have been um 5e because it was like plus 17 to strength i was like that that's doesn't, insane that's insane so this um, i mean maybe it's just insane maybe she's be. just i mean i strong. wouldn't doubt it i feel like yeah bobby i got kick anyone's ass so here's one that i found now um little blurb it says the stars keep her secrets the stone her memory grandmother grandmother her kindness again to treachery and she is a medium fey chaotic neutral which i can get behind and feels very correct um she has uh 18 armor she has 399 hit points Um, she has a speed of 40 feet, but a
0: fly speed of 30 feet in her mortar and pestle. Ooh, she well gets she's gets slower. Like, I it, like to imagine it's, like, floating and she's, like, in a yeah, canoe, basically. That's, yeah,
1: because that's that's a lot of the de- uh, images depicted of her. She's, like, kind of, like, paddling herself along and, with this big mortar and pestle. Um... She has pretty good stats all the way across. Plus two strength, plus four dex, plus four con, plus three intelligence, plus six wisdom, plus five charisma. Um, plus ten constitution saving throw, plus twelve wisdom saving throw, plus eleven charisma saving throw. Uh, like, plus fifteen arcana, like, absolutely amazing. Um she's resistant to, to cold bludgeoning piercing and slashing from non-magical attacks she's immune to necrotic damage and she cannot be frightened or poisoned she has true sight of 120 feet and her passive perception is 22 <laughs> incredible she knows i love this languages all uh-huh. <laughs> she is a cr20 um yeah she is character essentially a god she is and i think it's excellent um she has special traits crone sight babiaga has advantage on wisdom slash perception checks that rely on sight as an action she can observe a target and magically know its current emotional state Um, if the target fails a DC 19 charisma saving throw she also knows the creature's alignment and discovers a hidden secret about the target which is so cool <gasps> I love her that's so incredibly much
0: wild. Uh,
1: and then she has crone speech um, so creatures with intelligence 3 or lower obey Baba Yaga unquestioningly her utterances are often captured as engravings on nearby stone and wood surfaces these oh, magical wild. reproductions of her words are made in the common tongue and fade after several days so cool. Um, and then a special trait, grandmother's teeth. The iron teeth of Baba Yaga are sentient, magical, and airborne what? dentures. <laughs> ah, that's amazing. <laughs> they sometimes work at cross purposes to the old witch. If the teeth and Baba Yaga are getting along, the teeth reside in her mouth, <laughs> providing her with a bite attack and access to its spell list Baba Yaga can cast a spell from the teeth's innate spell list as a bonus action using her spell casting ability spells cast in this way are removed from the teeth spell per day total um, if the witch and her teeth are not getting along the teeth will fly around <gasps> casting its spells as it wishes often to the benefit of Baba Yaga's enemies
0: incredible You gotta drive a wedge between her and her dungeon. Yeah,
1: you really do. I think that's excellent. She has three legendary resistances a day, um, and then her Mortar and Pestle, she flies in a large Mortar and Pestle, which is immune to damage and can't be the target of spells or effects. It provides her with partial cover from ranged attacks, and she doesn't provoke an opportunity attack when she flies out of an enemy's reach. If Babiaga has knocked prone, stun, or incapacitated while flying in the mortar, it will gently set her on the ground and disappear for one hour. <laughs> the pestle remains with the witch. Um, and then she can spell. And she has a bunch of spells that are f- a couple, like, times per day. She has, like, hideous laughter, blindness, deafness, command, disguise self, clairvoyance, lame, well, banishment, blight, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she has mu- multi-attack. Um, she has, uh, her attacks are specifically called Pestle Slaps, uh, which is fun. Bite if Iron Teeth are equipped. Hell yeah. Um, Breath of the Bone Mother, a recharge on a 5 or a 6, which is calling on her elemental powers and her mastery of crone magic. Babiega exhales a great wind in a 40-foot cone that smells of fet- fetid mires and sausages. Hell yeah. <laughs> you have to make a 18 con save on a failure. You take 45 necrotic damage. And you're affected by the Bestow Curse spell for one minute. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. And then she's got a bunch of reactions, which, man, this is mm. going to go on forever. So, well, she's got Dance of the Time Taunter. She can take an additional turn once per day if she chooses to. She's mm. a scholar. So, the Dentures are scholars of the arcane. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. And are often found exploring ruins, especially in ancient sights of magic they see themselves as intellectually superior to their owner and chastise Yaga for her use of baser forms of magic um and then willful the iron teeth are usually content sitting firmly in babayaga's mouth assisting the witch however should she anger the dentures either by ignoring their request to visit some forgotten tower scolding them for too much insolence the dentures may <laughs> abandon her for a while they may work against her and then the iron teeth of babayaga have their own s- Sheet as well, which I'll just post this because we don't need to talk about this yeah. for 10 more minutes. However, it's amazing, <laughs> and I love Babiaga and her dentures. Um, it's also Babiaga also is featured in World of Darkness, War Machine, and Pathfinder. General Pop Culture Corner. Um, I want to talk about Yubaba. Yes, we definitely Yubaba is on my list. Yubaba is very, if from Spirited Away, is very clearly at least some sort of emulation or adjacent. Mm-hmm. um being to babiaga especially she does have a good sister yeah who may or may not be the same person but Zaniba. also Zaniba, yeah no, she's a definitely a different person i was just saying babiaga yeah <laughs> babiaga you baba it's very cool um i think that she is a fun identically. it's amazing it's so good so very easily, spirited away. Number one. Um, so I think I have books right away. Baba Yaga's assistant. Ask Baba Yaga otherworldly advice for everyday troubles. <laughs> the door on the staircase. The house with chicken legs. Um, Hellboy. Like I said, spirited away. Fables. Dylan's dog. Discworld. Bartok. The Magnificent. Uh, Morosko. John Wick. Lost Girl. Legends of Tomorrow. Quest for Lori, Digimon. Uh, Dreamfall chapters, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Sims 2 Apartment Life. Apparently the expansion pack has a chicken-legged house <laughs> I- Easter yeah. egg in it somewhere, which is excellent. Um, La Mulana 2, Cthulhu Saves Christmas. <laughs> in a webcomic called Arthur, King of Time and Space, Aga is, an a- is an Avalonian. Oh, hell yeah. And is on a similar level as like Merlin. That makes sense to me. She's very cool, so there's it's a fun not- tie-in feel like she could kick Merlin's ass oh probably oh easily yeah she is very very powerful sorry but Merlin got tricked so Mm -hmm,
0: mm he was
1: too horny (laughs) too horny Bobby a is just like is too good she could take anyone easily um girl genius legend quest the owl house uh scooby-doo mystery incorporated and i'm sure many 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 more this is just a small list thank you tv tropes you save my ass every time i go (laughs) looking for pop culture things because we know i am not suited to be running this corner but i do it out of love and I think that is the episode. It's a pretty small one today because Bobby has pretty condensed. There's really only so much we can talk about. Chicken
0: feet so houses. Many and... The uh, stories overlap, or essentially the same thing, but with different characters and yeah. placeholders. It's yeah, same
1: similar vibes all the way across. So there's really only so many ways we can reiterate <laughs> how these stories go. So thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Stone Houses. Our next episode will hopefully go up next week. We're trying to get back into. weekly swing of things we'll let you know if that changes at any point um do you have any personal announcements you want to make um
0: i'm at burnham on twitter you can check me out i'm gonna hopefully be posting more art up there soon um um you're going to cons in the future oh yes i'm going to anime minneapolis we'll be selling some uh some fan art prints as well as my book Uh, so if you are in the area and you go to Anime Minneapolis, I will be in the, um, dealer section, but very close to Artist Alley. Woohoo! Go check them out. Um, I am on a tabletop RPG actual play stream called Infinite
1: Horizon. Um, it's a spacefaring sci-fi super story played in Monty Cook's game Cypher System, so if you're interested in that, we're only a couple episodes in at this point, and you can check, um the channel out at Rule of Lore, r-u-l-e-o-f-l-o-r-e to find like links and info about the live streams and youtube channels and the podcast uploads or whatever um and this week actually this week on friday on the 13th i'll be guesting on uh twitch.tv slash g-o underscore jg's channel for a goblins game hell yeah and the cypher system as well which will be really fun so i don't have a ton of the info fully solidified on that yet so if you just find me on twitter k-k-a-m-a-b-r i'll have All of the things I'm doing will be on there at some point. Um, Let's see. Uh, We have a coffee, so if you have a couple of dollars you would like to throw at us to support the show, you can find us at ko-fi.com forward slash StoneHousesCast. Uh, We'd like to thank Miles Mercury for our intro and outro music. It is beautiful. We love it so very much. Um, You can find him at MilesMurkri, M-I-L-E-S-M-O-R-K-R-I on Twitter and milesmurkri.bandcamp.com. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard today, please share a show with a friend, rate, review, subscribe on your hosting platform of choice. Uh, it means a lot to us. We read all of your comments. It makes it's us great happy. that you enjoy us. It makes us happy, but it also shows hosting sites that maybe they should show us to other people. So that's always excellent. Um, and you can check us out at Cast on Twitter and Instagram and facebook.com forward slash StonehousesCast. Um, following us on Twitter, you get early sneak peeks at the topics sometimes, and extra fun bits after the show, as well as uh, beautiful memes that Bernadette made wink <laughs> today. It's excellent, um, and thank you to those of you who have been tweeting or posting about us, uh, to us and sharing us with others. We appreciate you so much for getting the word out. This week's shoutouts go to Possibility, Nico, Uz the Muse, uh, Blinia, Philip, John, Drunk Fido, Remy, Mighty X Ray, um, Mix Mango, who informs us that. From our last episode, there is in fact a Space Odyssey King Arthur book, and it is called Once in Future by Amy Rose Capetta and her wife, and it is about a queer teen Arthur, which sounds very cool and excellent. So everyone, should check that out. Nodding enthusiast. Yes, I would also like to shout out to, to Pidge who wrote us uh, a, a really cool thing up in my Discord about the Rainbow Serpent that I totally forgot to talk about last week, um, because we love to share uh, cool things that you guys send to us about our topics afterwards, and I totally forgot this was in the in the discord so i want to read this to you all very very quickly because i am delighted by it and it's very cool so excellent uh so page writes so you mention the rainbow serpent as a symbol for anti-uranium mining protests i have a story to tell about that it happened around jawin mob area which is the aboriginal mob i'm most associated with although i live on noongar land in west australia there it is very important that you do not take stones and move them somewhere else. This is especially important when it comes to sickness country, where you also can't sleep or stay overnight as those who do get sick. This is because the rainbow serpent, Bulong, or perhaps Bula, who is another sp- creator spirit, lives up there. Anyway, white man comes and discovers this land is rich in uranium, as well as arsenic and mercury. He sets up multiple mines, even though told he was told not to. This is removing stones from the land on a massive scale, a global scale actually. This uranium is sent to nuclear reaction sites all over the world. Eventually, 1992, the government decided that it wasn't worth all the decades of protesting that the Jowen people were doing and banned mining in the region. Jowin people promised that there would be a disaster if the rocks were removed. The main recipients of all the uranium taken from here The Fukushima Daiichi nuclear plant, which is the site of the most severe nuclear accident since Chernobyl, since the Chernobyl disaster, and the only disaster to ever be given a level seven, so that's wild. That is extremely wild. So very, very cool. Thank you so much for that piece of history. We love to hear uh, things that we missed in our research. So, and we'd love to read it on the show and share it with uh, everyone else. So thank you very much for that. Um, you too can post about us and tag us at Stonehouse's Cast or using hashtag Stonehouse's Cast. So we can see it and appreciate you. And I still really want to see everyone's yeah. Knights of the Round Table uh, and their weapon OCs. Oh, I
0: got at least one just a second. You did? Oh, please, please. Uh, I got a DM. Let me. At the Bexar Paladin sent me, uh, L- Enoch the Laden, the official caddy of the Round Table, uh, holder of all named weapons until their need arises, which i in love oh it's amazing please add us tweet us whatever uh and tell us create <laughs> uh at the
1: b-e-x-a-r paladin uh, thank you so much i definitely we want to see that i want to know i want to know who you create to sit at our big round stone table i don't think anyone will top the idea of the caddy for me it's very good it is very very good
0: that's that's
1: poetic it is beautiful but this has been Stone Houses, an amateur guide to fiction, fable, and folklore. I'm Caitlin Bruner. And I'm Laura Bernadette Meeker. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Bye. Ta-da. Baby Yoba. Baby Yoba. Baby Yoba.